Everyone is worth something. $20,000. But everyone is worth something different. Money rules the world, but it doesn't define how much you're worth. Everyone is passionate about something. I love to crochet. Yeah, I love soccer. But not everyone is good at the same thing. The same applies to college. I'm majoring in cosmetology. Electrical engineering. Finance. And that's not even mentioning everyone's jobs. Everyone is just so different from each other. From their hobbies to their passions to what they want to be outside of college and what they want to be in college. It's hard to determine the best way to describe happiness and success when it comes in so many different shapes and forms. So to achieve a generally happier and more sustainable lifestyle to fit your needs or interests, attributes or aspirations, it's important to recognize the great de-stressor that is undergraduate major job congruence. This is Alex Schultz speaking, and you are tuning into Eat a Fix, where we explore common problems and try to help solve them with some advice, personal, factual, and anecdotal, that I hope you'll be able to take away from. So stick around. The push and pull of the increasing demand for major job concurrence is one of the biggest challenges college and post-bachelor students face when preparing for their future. As the ever-changing job market continues to reform to better support to-be employees with more practical undergraduate degrees and marketable measurable skills, certain students that are less than average in employability are beginning to realize that they are falling behind. 37% of recent graduates reported wishing that they had been more careful in choosing a major. To best help these distressed young adults who have difficulty choosing careers because of their lack of understanding about themselves or the job market is to guide them to recognize the significant connection between one's major and their career. Major job congruency for college and post-bachelor students is essential when entering the real world, as it effectively secures better job opportunities, procures higher wages, and supports greater graduate employability rates through the overall job satisfaction, productivity, and performance that follows. By acknowledging the advantages and disadvantages of tackling certain majors in relation to certain careers, along with understanding the inner workings of employability, many recent distressed graduates will be able to better evaluate themselves as a person, leading them to navigate the job market as successful professionals in their career. The idea of major job congruency stems from, of course, the undergraduate degree of the student. Supposedly, students holding any undergraduate degree can all be said to hold the same academic credential, so at first glance, they should have similar outcomes in terms of job placement and graduate school matriculation. At second glance, though, this is grossly untrue. In today's day and age, simply having a college degree isn't enough. Employers are looking more so at the what in terms of undergraduate degrees as opposed to the if, because simply put, all bachelor degrees are they're just not equal. Undergraduate degrees hold a great significance over what we do and what we will do for the both rest of our academic and professional career. So understanding the hows and the whys they differ from each other is the first step towards achieving success under the job market umbrella. 
Within undergraduate majors offered, there exists a divide in the broad categorization of disciplines and what is considered practical, marketable skills that are feasible within the job market, versus what is enjoyable, a more personal commitment. Majors vary in the degree to which they offer a well-established path to a set of occupations, so figuring out which one is the right fit is extremely important. Individuals select a college major based on a variety of factors, including expected earnings, patterns of labor force participation, uncertainty, non-price preferences, and the likelihood of a graduation. So by constructing and acknowledging personal goals and motivations, as well as individual limitations and attributes, choosing between a practical or risky major can be made a lot easier. So what makes a major risky? Something perhaps more enjoyable, but not necessarily practical. Broadly defined, a risky major is a major that sets post-bachelor students up for a low or below average starting salaries, a limited job market, and an overall doubtful sense of purpose when it comes to career work. The National Center for Educational Statistics conducted a professional study to determine what makes a major risky by collecting data on a pool of 5,000 plus students. The study considered two variables in its factor analysis, proportional income comparison and the probability of prolonged unemployment between graduation and the date of the interview. On the results table, any values above the number 0.57 indicate that the major in question is empirically associated with greater risk of low incomes and unemployment, thus classifying the field as a risky option. This means that an undergraduate degree in history with a risk factor of 1.19 and gender and ethnic studies of 1.94 have a considerable amount of risk associated with them as opposed to engineering, a negative 1.34, or computer science, a negative 1.54. It's pretty clear that some majors are more risky than others, but what about the real world? Just because a major is risky doesn't automatically signify it as useless. Marsha, who majored in women and gender studies, shares her experience. I have very mixed feelings on this, she says. Even though I haven't concretely received any job offers as a result of my liberal arts college network, I did learn how to present myself in professional circles. While her liberal arts education was not only enjoyable, but also instructional in the sense that she learned a lot of effective communication and organizational skills, Marsha is having a hard time finding an available job that accommodates her specific skill set and degree. Where a risky major may be more fulfilling and enjoyable, it's no doubt that it's a lot more difficult to achieve major job concurrence when the major of question grants high risk and low reward as a general outcome. On the other side of the spectrum exists the practical major, or career-orientated, solution. Practical choice generally implies that the discipline of student studies directly relates to a postgraduate career, where hard skills can be put to good use and knowledge from college can translate over into the post-bachelor related job. Thus, the major and job are in harmony and better ensures continuous job opportunities, greater job stability, and overall job productivity. But again, a practical major or career does not necessarily guarantee success. It just better builds the individual towards it. Talal Abdullah, who holds an undergraduate degree in chemistry and currently works as a chemist, defines what it means to hold practical major job concurrence. I chose the major in chemistry because I can work in the lab or 
like work in a hospital. There's a lot of areas I know I can work in and I have a lot of options and if I wanted, I could get my master's degree in chemical engineering. Again, I got a lot of options, either in a big town or a small town, and I know I wanted a good pay, but before I wanted to get a degree in exercise science because I was doing soccer at the time, but as time went on, I knew there wasn't a giant job market for that, and so I changed it. I just, I just felt like I wasn't gonna find a way to find anywhere to go with with exercise science. For Talal, the benefits of an undergraduate degree in chemistry seem to outweigh the benefits of obtaining a degree in exercise science instead. By acknowledging his personal goal to secure himself financially, while simultaneously allowing himself the option to earn an even higher wage through potential higher education, Talal recognized that chemistry, the practical major, was the best route to achieving both. When it comes to discerning between the two categories, after a self-assessment, the best way to visualize the opportunities and the obstacles of the practical and risky major job market world is with hard data. According to the National Center for Educational Statistics, 13% of engineering and business majors had incomes below the median net compensation, compared with 37% of those who majored in English and 38% of those in foreign language and literature. Additionally, individuals with a degree in the arts were 29% more likely to experience a prolonged unemployment spell as opposed to their practical counterpart. So it's safe to say that students who pursue practical fields are shown to not only achieve higher incomes overall, but are also less likely to experience that prolonged unemployment spell. If money's a motivator, then undertaking a practical major to better prepare for a practical career is probably the best way to go. If not, maybe a riskier, enjoyable major can be more appealing. As an individual, before choosing a major that focuses on occupational specific skills, students should be advised to make sure it is what they wish to pursue in their career. Understanding your motivations, your goals now and future, and recognizing your capabilities through self-assessment, taking into account personal characteristics while examining the available information about the vocational world, would be the best possible option when deciding which career or life pathway produces the best possible fit. Keeping the concept of both risky and practical majors in mind, the other half of major job congruence is the balance of the job. Students come to college with varying social, cultural, and economic capital, and they're unlikely to have the same experiences and opportunities while in college or as they graduate, or even as they aspire to the same level of career and income. The labor market lends itself to all different kinds of people and their varying skill sets. Specific corners of this market, however, can be more individually restrictive and reclusive in regards to job qualifications or criteria, as opposed to its neighboring stands. This kind of selectivity largely rests on the hiring manager, so the first step in exploring employability and better recognizing its requirements is to better understand the body of people which run the whole system. The employers. It's no secret that not every company and not every employer is going to hold the same values or criteria for employment, personal, professional, or otherwise. An individual's employability appeal is dependent on their financial background, education, employment history, and as much as we don't like to include this part, even race, culture, and ethnical background play a role, biased though it is. Overall, there are a variety of reasons people are chosen over their neighbor. 
As discovered by Teachler, employers having changing perceptions of workers with similar educational qualifications and their views vary according to their different traditional belief systems, political biases, and institutionalized practices. Organizations try to hire individuals who show a high compatibility with the organizations in their area of expertise, but not all are equal. Some companies look for good soft skills like adaptability and leadership qualities more so than a higher well-rounded education, whereas others value actual educational degrees as evident gauge of intelligence above all other standards. In the case of both Marsha and Talal, who were mentioned earlier, the jobs they were looking for were geared towards proof of practical degree and practicable hard skills. Where Talal had achieved both with his undergraduate degree in chemistry and was able to hold a sustainable career, Marsha had not and was unable to find a job. Effective major job concerns have shown to overall better one's quality of life, increasing income, degree of continuity in the job field, and their job satisfaction, which holds not only economic and social significance, but also psychological value. So, being prepared with a practical major, it seems that more easily offers a practical career to follow, and vice versa is the best way to prepare for the unpredictability that comes with the various employers and their inconsistent employment criteria. Utilizing effective major job congruency to its utmost potential has been proven to not only prepare college and post-bachelor students for the unpredictability of employers in the labor market, but also help students live their best and fullest academic, professional, and personal life as they stress less and get paid more. By evaluating the gains and losses between the risky or practical majors, College students are even more so able to better acknowledge their aspirations beyond an undergraduate degree and even better consider a higher education. When the current sway of the job market is chalked up to chance, it's best to recognize that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. In order to succeed, better to be prepared by being practical than by being risky.